Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. That's me, microphone on at 9.06 on this Thursday. Coming up in the second half of this edition of the Ranger Hour, we'll be talking with Lacey Gentry, the Director of Nursing Instruction. We'll talk about her appointment to the Mississippi Board of Nursing and more with a great program that goes on at Northwest Community College. We'll get into that and other details coming up. But we've got a chance now to talk with Kaylee McCool-Mitchell. She is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Communications, and we welcome her this morning. How are you? Good morning, Gary. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, but now if, if you hear a pause or like I sound distracted, uh, I have the television on here in, in the studio as well, and I'm watching the finals of table tennis or what you know us good old Southerners might call ping pong, right? And I'm just amazed watching these two ladies slap this thing around around the table, right? Can you play? Are, are you inclined to play table tennis? I know, absolutely not. I'm just amazed at their at their vision because it goes so fast, and I don't know how they can see that fly. And it, I'm, yeah, it's it's amazing. I agree. All, all of the athletes are are absolutely incredible. So we've had I've had that on the background the past couple of days <laughs> as I've been moving into my new home. So in and out, and we've had that on, and it's just incredible to watch. All of these athletes. And obviously sure. our fingers are crossed for Shelby, uh, who played basketball there at Northwest Shelby McEwen, and he'll uh, be in the high jump. Uh, we'll hope to, to be able to watch that in the next couple of days, former Ranger doing big things there. Okay. Yes, we can't wait, wait, to, wait, can't wait to watch him uh, represent Northwest. Without a doubt. Give us some background info since uh, we're talking here and, and getting an opportunity to, to find out a little bit about you. You said you're moving into a new home. I know all of us can uh, can feel for you for having to do that uh, at this point in time right before the school year starts but what's the background and how long have you been in this position at Northwest? I've been in my position at North this, this current position as director for right of the year it was a year about last about last week but I've been at Northwest it'll be five years in October and it has been a blessing and an honor to work at this institution and to work with such incredible people I've had great mentors around me the entire time. Uh, I will say when I first came to Northwest, I kind of saw this place as a stepping stone to move. I wanted to be like in Memphis, work for corporate America. That's what I saw myself doing. And, you know, being at a place like Northwest, it just, I, I mean, it, it's home. It just, I don't want to say it when, sucks you in. That kind of sounds like a bad, bad term. But, you know, you, you don't want to leave the culture and the atmosphere and, and the things that we're building here. So been here for about five years. Uh, yes, my husband and I just bought our first home in Memphis. We lived downtown Memphis for almost five years. Uh, we probably stayed a little too long and had a little too much fun downtown, <laughs> and now it's time to move out to the burbs, I guess, a little bit. But we, we love the Memphis area, and that's where we are. But I'm originally born and raised in Philadelphia, Mississippi, uh, I feel like my voice has kind of gone. I've been at the, I went to the Neshoba County Fair. Well, I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> about three days. So I took some newcomers with me. They had never been. And I think they were in a bit of a culture shock when we, when we pulled up to the fairgrounds. But yeah, born and raised there, graduate of Neshoba Central High School. I attended Mississippi State for undergraduate and earned a master's degree from the University of Mississippi. And yeah, been at Northwest for five years and I'm loving it. I have a great, 
a great team that I work with on a daily basis, both in my office and all around the institution. So, yeah, just very fortunate to, to do, do what I do with a great team around me. I'm going to get into the Northwest stuff with you, but since you mentioned Philadelphia and we've heard Gallo uh, on our full network being there and other shows and, and the interviews and things, I had someone ask me the other day, had I ever gone and what it was like? And truthfully, I've only had an opportunity because of the summertime things and what we're doing to go just a couple of times. And I compared it um, to like Memphis in May and the Barbecue Fest a little bit, except I said the people are much nicer at Neshoba. And they will actually kind of take you in. And, you know, you don't just necessarily have to know somebody, right? I mean, the people are a little warmer. They will, they will, they'll, they'll help you out. They'll, they'll help you along the way. And I was fortunate in one of the times uh, that I had a friend, and this is, this is we're going a long way here, who, whose son was playing with Tracy Lawrence, who was a country music star. And so we were sitting on the back of the stage while he was performing and enjoying it and taking it all in. And, of course, it might have had something to do that we had a country music guy uh, that was with us. But the people were great. And I really have had beautiful times both times there at Neshoba. Um, it's not like that, the fact that the, the events in Memphis that I'm talking about where you need to know somebody. They have to have a, a place for you to go. You can have a lot of fun down there. And I bet growing up in that area, it had to be a blast for you. Yes. Like I said, I, I try to explain it to people. I feel like last week when I was telling people, like, oh, I'm going back home to the fair. And when you say that, they're like, oh, just a county fair back home. Like, you don't get it. You don't get it. And I feel like unless you're, you know, ra- raised in it and you have family that, that have a cabin or a camper and you go, it's just, you can't explain it. So I, I had two girls that I've befriended in Memphis. One is originally from Virginia and one's from Michigan. And oh. <laughs> they, I'd, I'd been telling them about it, showed them pictures, and it just, they didn't get it until they walked up. And it was, you know, they were like, we need to go to the restroom. I was like, oh, we'll just walk here. And they'd say, oh, do you know them? I'm like, ah, oh, not really. I, I was like, I know one person maybe in that cabin, but we're just going to go. That's right. And they were like, you can just walk in. I'm like, yeah, have, <laughs> have at it. So it, it was fun to see, see it from, from fresh eyes and a different perspective to see what they thought. So it's uh, yeah, you just you can't explain it. I I always tell everyone you you have you have to go once. I always open my doors to my my feel like my family kind of gets you know irritated at me sometimes because I'm just like oh I invited this person this person this person to just stop by and yeah. So it's 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 a great time and highly recommend for everyone to attend at least once. You do have to go at least once, Kaylee. Let's talk some Northwest Community College Absolutely. stuff a little bit and let's begin. You want to go tax free weekend first? Let's open up that because I mentioned that for everyone on the program, but I know uh, there's some things involving Northwest and maybe uh, the Tanger Outlet in South Haven. Yeah, absolutely. So this opportunity was presented to me about you know kind of partnering with Tanger Outlets in South Haven and DeSoto County, and one of our big one of our top four commitments at the college is community success along, you know, instructional, institutional, and personal. But community, community success is a big part of what my team and I do to try to get the Northwest name, our identity, our brand, everything out in the community and to be relevant and have these partnerships with communities and uh, to have a strong uh, presence. So this opportunity at Tanger was presented to me at tax for t- uh, to be on site tax-free weekend, which is Friday and Saturday, so July 30th and 31st, and obviously all over, but it's Hangar Outlets. So we will have recruiters and Northwest employees on site both of those days 
out there handing out collateral, meeting people, telling people about our programs and pathways and, and everything that Northwest has to offer. So that's, that's this weekend from 11 to 6, both, both days. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're excited to be on site for that. And then also next week, August 7th, is a Saturday? Yes, August 7th. We are, ho- we are the main sponsor for the Back to School Bash at Tanger. So that event is from noon to 4 at Tanger on Saturday, and we'll have our drumline Northwest cheerleaders, who are two-time national champions, by the way. So That's right. they'll be there along with the mascot. So, and they'll be there from 1.30 to 2.30 or either 1.30 to 3. They'll be on-site providing entertainment as people come and go and, Again, like I said, just having, having that presence in the community, people seeing all that we have to offer. We have band, we have cheerleading, mascots, and then obviously we'll have recruiters on site. So, and, you know, a, fu- a funny thing, too, you know, our 11-county district, DeSoto County is one of those, but it's unique in that DeSoto County is one of the fastest-growing counties in the state of Mississippi. Sure. And you get people, transplants, moving to DeSoto County every single day who – have never even even heard of Northwest, and so I think it's important to. While DeSoto County is in our district, it's unique in the fact that there's new people coming all the time. So we have to work. It's extremely hard to to maintain relevancy in DeSoto County as well. You know, we're competing with all these other technical schools, four-year institutions, and other junior colleges that are in the Memphis area. So uh, again, I think it's just very very important for for us to be be at this event sure two straight weeks at the tanger outlet in south haven uh are you ready for that financially i mean I, I know what it would be like for me personally seeing all those stores and things that i might want uh to go and participate maybe buy a few things with school coming up for young ones or just buy something for myself uh but at the same time get an opportunity to promote northwest it ought to be a, a good fun two weeks Yes, I'm gonna. Try, I'm gonna try to. We have graduation tomorrow, so I'm gonna try to go sneak out after our afternoon ceremony to go to the afternoon to be with our recruiters and some Northwest people to again hopefully see see as many people as possible. But yeah, we're very very excited about that. I'm gonna have to probably leave my. Um, leave my credit card in the vehicle. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that probably would be the, the, the best thing to do. All right, so a lot of discussion about school and students coming back, and, you know, we've, we've discussed a lot of things with, with several different departments, but you guys are getting ramped up and ready to get everything rolling as smooth as possible very soon. Yeah, we're very very excited about bringing our students back, back to classes to be, I guess, in more of a, I don't even know what normal is anymore, right. but kind of what what it used to be with, like, the classroom settings, and we'll still have that online component. But we're just very excited to welcome students back on August 16th to have a student convocation in person. Uh, we're ve- being very, very conscious as, and following health and safety protocols as you know, far as masks are you know, not, not required, but they're highly encouraged, especially even if people are still vaccinated. They will be required in the classrooms. As, again, maintaining the, the social distancing and if you're not feeling well, well, you know we still have those have those protocols for the the online and you know when we stay, were doing this when we were doing this last year and we got uh, Dr. Heindel on right before you know the the school year started. I think Northwest really and look others did as well, 
but you guys uh, at all of the campuses really were out in front of, of this entire thing and really did a good job in managing through what happened last year. And, and I would, without a doubt, say you guys are out in front of it and ready to go for this school year as well because of uh, the great leader that you have there with Dr. Heindel. Yes, absolutely. And we, we have, like I said, Dr. Heindel could, could not be in any better to lead this institution as well as our leadership forum and our COVID task force who have been working tirelessly over the past year getting these protocols and guidelines and, and safety guidelines in, issued for, for the college. And I think because we did that and hit that head on and did so well with that back in the fall and spring as, as far as our COVID count went, you know, it just went so well because we had, we had the right people in the right positions. We did everything we were supposed to do as far as contact tracing. And, you know, that, that just goes back to, to Dr. Heindel, the leadership, the leadership forum, everyone, be, everyone being on the same page and but behind the, behind the goal and the issue at hand. And so, obviously we, we wish you the best in fighting through uh, this one uh, with what's coming up as well. Any final thoughts, any, any other message we need to get out with you before we go uh, and uh, take a little conversation with Lacey Gentry? Um, no, other than, you know, we, we, hope, we hope we see you out, out and about at the tax-free weekend and then especially the back-to-school bash, and, and we hope that people see us out and about. That is one of our, again, one of our college commitments is community success, and it's just super important to have that, that strong, strong presence in the community, being relevant, building those relationships and uh, partnerships with community leaders and companies and, and all of that. So, uh, that's you know that that's our that's our main goal is to be out out and about in the community to get get these students here and to let everyone know what what Northwest is about. So yeah, we look we look forward to seeing people and uh, yeah, again, I can't thank you enough for having me on today, Gary. Sure, absolutely, I appreciate the time and uh, we'll we'll chat again and good luck out there over the next couple of days. Thanks, Katie. Perfect. Thank you so much. Bye bye. You're listening to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and stream live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Please do that. We encourage you to. We bring this to you every Thursday from 9 until 10. We thank Kaylee for being with us as Northwest will be at the Tanger Outlets in South Haven over the next couple of weekends. It, of course, is tax-free weekend, 11 to 6. They'll be doing things out there over the next couple of days, uh, just kind of presenting Northwest Community College to the people that will be out and about and taking part of that. That will be going on all over the place. But Northwest Community College will be in South Haven over the next two weekends and a big back-to-school bash they'll be doing next weekend at the Tanger Outlets. Well, we're bringing back a friend of the program. We've had a chance to talk with her a couple of times. Lacey Gentry is Director of Nursing at NWCC. Hello, my friend. Hey, Gary. How are you? Things are going well as we were chatting a little bit, uh, you know, just moving through a typical summer for me, but now your summer has changed just, uh, I guess, a little bit because of this appointment with Governor Reeves uh, given to you with the Mississippi Board uh, of Nursing. And so, if you will, first of all, what an honor, number one, and and what did it mean when you got the call and the message from Governor Reeves that you were going to be on the board? Wow, just so humbled, Gary. I just, this is a, um, you know, 
a huge, huge thing uh, uh, in nursing. A uh, huge honor um, to serve my state as well as my peers. And I was just uh, a bit dumbfounded and awestruck, I guess, are the two words I need to use. But really, um, the the state of Mississippi and nursing in the state of Mississippi is so strong. And it's because of the, the men and women that went before me. And um, uh, Phyllis Johnson, who is the director of the Mississippi Board of Nursing, soon to be Dr. Phyllis Johnson, is a phenomenal leader and has led um, the Mississippi Board of Nursing uh, for so many years and is so active nationally. So we are in a really good position right now as far as the Board of Nursing goes and and the way that um, it helps nurses and it protects the public in the state of Mississippi. So honored to serve and look forward to this next uh, four-year appointment. So, are, you the, yeah. the, are you the only faculty representative, or is there another one with you? No, there are actually two. The breakdown of the board, we have 13 members total. Uh, two are nurse educators. Three are registered nurses in clinical practice. Um, and uh, then we have uh, LPNs. Uh, four of those, uh, we have a physician on the board. Uh, we have a consumer on the board. So 11 of us are LPN, RN, or advanced practice nurses, and then the other two are the physician on the board and our consumer on the board. So lots of great nurses and then two other very special people that help um, help with that. So that's what that's that's the board. Lacey Gentry is on with us. I didn't mention this in, in some of our discussion prior, but being on the board at this time, Right. And we've talked about the pandemic and everything as it's gone, you know, in different ways and what it has meant to your teaching and what your students have had to go through. What is the board having to go through during this same time? And now that we're seeing another variant and, and, and whatever it might be, what, what are conversations like with the Board of Nursing throughout this time? Well, yeah, Dr. Dobbs uh, came on and gave his report. Um, it was pretty uh, very striking as of last Friday, 95% of the new cases of the COVID uh, Delta variant primarily, 95% of those cases were in unvaccinated people. So, you know, that, that presents a lot of challenges uh, for our state uh, and, and health care within our state for sure. Uh, hospitals are filling up again. ICU beds are filling up again. I heard a report yesterday that uh, hospitals are no longer doing elective surgical cases. It's, we're back to that again, Gary. So it is going to present a, a huge challenge that I re- personally did not want to revisit. <laughs> right, I agree. <laughs> Selfishly, I just didn't want to do this again. And then, you know, from, from my perspective in nursing education, uh, we... We need our students here, Gary. We need them in class. We need the one-on-one instructional time, and I just, um, I just, I just want our students in the building with us. And I don't want COVID to be an issue. And learning is usually optimal uh, when it is face to face. So, that personally, that's an issue. And then, as far as the board goes, just um, the cases going up and us having to deal with that and look at that and see see where we're going. I did see a report this morning. I believe the Mississippi Medical Association said that, uh, yeah, uh, Mississippi State Medical Association calls for COVID-19 vaccination requirements for health care workers. So that's, you know, that's from the Mississippi State Medical Association. So lots of, lots of, uh, lots of moving parts right now, once again, but uh, prayers for uh, just, just the cases to stay as, 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 um, 
Oh, at low numbers as we can get them right. and everybody to be super safe and, you know, wear your mask and socially distance again. But uh, but we need to keep, we need to protect the public. We need to keep our, our students safe and, and all that good stuff. So that's kind of where we are. The State Department of Health just put out the numbers of 1,908 new cases, four new deaths. And to me, the one that I talk about a lot, and it's something that I, I, I've, I've dealt with over, over lifetime in, in, in other jobs and in doing things, is these long-term care outbreaks mm-hmm. that are now at 103. We have 103 of those. And, wow. um, and, and in past jobs, and, and I'll, I'll, I was living in Huntsville, and kind of supplementing along with my radio, I drove... Um, for a large pharmaceutical company, and most of the trips were to long-term care facilities. And I know and have watched and have, have seen in that late night I've been there what the nurses go through and are doing to try and make you know the elderly as comfortable and, and as well taken care of as they can. And, and just in being there, would it's, it's obvious to me that that's the number that is the scariest because of the vulnerability of of the age and the people in those long-term care outbreaks, which have now jumped up back over 100 again. So, all right, let's let's get to your four years and what you hope that, that maybe you, Lacey, can do and, and what you hope the board is able to achieve in your four-year appointment. Well, I will begin with the divisions of the uh, Board of Nursing. Uh, not many people know much about the Board of right. Nursing. You've heard of it. You just don't know what do they really do. They're responsible for licensure and ensuring that new graduates and existing nurses uh, submit evidence of qualifications uh, to continue practice. So the licensure is a big piece of it. They also complete the criminal background checks. Uh, they um, ensure that, um, that our nurses' uh, uh, criminal backgrounds are, um, are clear. And if there are any issues, that they deal by that, uh, deal with that on a case by case basis. They investigate uh, any um, uh, investigations that that, that need um, looking into uh, for any violations of the nurse practice law. They have a legal staff, uh, an extensive legal staff that are so good at what they do. They have a phenomenal uh, team of attorneys that are so well versed in uh, the nurse practice law. And uh, Brett Thompson uh, heads that up. Uh, Brett Thompson May, she's the general counsel, friend of nursing, has been doing it for I believe around 20 years. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it, it, she's she's a seasoned uh, uh, nursing advocate. So proud to uh, proud to have her. And then also restoration for nurses who have possibly lost their their license. Uh, uh, they they can restore that license um, with um, uh, certain uh, requirements for the nurse. And then they also have the Mississippi Nurse Voluntary Program. And what it does, it monitors nurses uh, and nurse applicants in their recovery from substance use disorders. I'm a big believer in rehabilitation and second chances and grace. And a lot of our nurses can come back and come back stronger uh, once they have had a uh, possible uh, substance abuse issue. So uh, Mississippi Board of Nursing supports them in their recovery and does everything possible, Gary, to uh, get them to where they need to be and facilitate and, and, and uh, that safe transition back into practice. So I'm really proud of that because, again, I, I believe in grace and second chances. So I think uh, you, can, um, you can sometimes make a mistake and, and learn from that mistake and come back better than ever. So those are, the, those are the things that the Mississippi Board of Nursing does, and that's what I will be a part of 
it entails six meetings a year. Uh, we'll go down uh, typically for around a week of three, four, four days or so, sometimes less. It depends on what we've got on the docket. But, yes, go down six times a year to Jackson and um, hopefully meet face-to-face. But we they had to go to virtual, of course, with COVID. So we, we are set up to do that. And um, so that that's, that's my plan for the next four years. And just to learn and grow in my role uh, as a nurse educator and also as a nurse in the state of Mississippi, I will learn so much, Gary. And I am so, so excited to serve, like I said, to protect the public, because that is that is the number one mission, is, is protecting the public sure. by regulating the practice of nursing, and also to serve my peers and serve them well. So that's my plan. You may not have an answer for this, because obviously, you know, and we're going to get into the nursing program, and we want the students at Northwest and the Mississippians to get the jobs, and we know that there are jobs out there. But recently, Mississippi has gone through, you know, talking about licensing and making it easier for the people to move from, let's just say, even if it's Arkansas or Tennessee, and be able to get a job without having to go through a real long process. Is it hard for, let's just say, a nurse whose husband gets a job somewhere in Mississippi, she's going to move, can she immediately, you know, or he get a, a, a job in the nursing world, or does it take a little time uh, to, to, to work with that license and get it ready for Mississippi? Right. Well, Mississippi is a compact state, so we allow nurses from other compact states to work in our, in our, in our state and um, transition fairly seamlessly. So that is good. That's part of the, the compact state uh, agreement that we have uh, through the Mississippi Board of Nursing and other boards of nursing in other states. So, yes, in, in, in theory, it should be fairly seamless. All right, last thing, what's coming up in the nursing program? Any information we need to know from you? Absolutely got great news, great news. We graduated 51 uh, mm-hmm. in May, and uh, of those, uh, approximately, I think, 80% have taken boards. Um, and uh, 96% of those students have passed their NCLEX. So we are sitting pretty right now, really proud of that number. We like that NCLEX number to be good and high because that means that they were well prepared uh, to sit for that um, uh, credentialing exam and, and they were well prepared by the program here at Northwest. So proud of that 96%. We have 289 students starting um, on August the 16th here in the nursing department. So 289 students that we can ensure that they give quality care to patients and they minister to patients' needs and they are um, uh, hardworking and they have a great uh, attitude and, and, and want to and, and to take good care of our, our patients uh, in our communities and in our state and abroad. They, they Some move, some don't stay local, so proud of that. And um, we are ready to meet the needs of our community. Our, our local hospital here is opening back up. That's right. Uh, super, super excited about that. That will allow, you know, of course, a clinical facility for us. And not only that, it can, you know, they will hire some of our nurses. And we love, you know, I love a local nurse, uh, knowing who, who you're taking care of and, and who their mama is and who their cousins are. That's, That's right. always a lot of beauty in that. And, and, and so we'll keep them close and keep them close to home and just really excited about that opportunity. Yeah, I had well. Re- Representative Trey Lamar on yesterday talking about the opening of that hospital back in there and its importance for Tate Countyans and uh, the city of Sinatobia. So I know you guys have to be excited with that. 289, is that a typical semester start for you? Or, or what, what about that number? It's a little high. Well, it's a little high. We, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're admitting 98 uh, to our nursing one um, class, 
and that uh, that's good news. That's good news. We are seeing nursing leaving nurses leaving the bedside uh, after the COVID pandemic, um, and and some mental health uh, um, situations there. It, it, it was very stressful on nurses. So um, we need to uh, we need to restaff. We need to get you know the the, the second shift coming in behind them mm-hmm. and and lots of energy and uh, um, lots of new know how. So that's what we're trying to do, Gary. We're trying to you know bring 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 up the troops behind them and hope hope we're going to. I know we will do a good job with that. Uh, we put out a tremendous nurse, uh, nurse North, Northwest nursing always has. Our graduates are second to none. I'm not partial at all, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So we're we're ready for that. We're going to meet the needs of our community and beyond. So 98 and nursing one, and then, like I said, uh, 289 total in the program. So we're ready for them. The 20 faculty and our administrative assistant and myself, we are ready to see their bright, sunshiny faces and, and teach them what we know so they can go out and teach teach, patient, teach patients and take good care of them. Absolutely. Look, congratulations yes, on the appointment to the board and for all you're doing with Northwest. Thanks for talking with us again today. We'll be catching up again. Appreciate you always being a cheerleader, Gary. Try, trying my best. Have Absolutely. a good day. Absolutely. You're great. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Take care. Bye-bye. There's Lacey Gentry.